Live from downtown Detroit, it's No BS News Hour with my main man, Great way to start off the new Monday. Your work? I probably got it. Yeah, but your mic didn't. No, oh, does my mic work? Yeah, okay. there you go. Well, anyway, that's the uh, auspicious kickoff of the <laughs> new Sorry. Monday show at noon. Fix Ta- it in post. Tommy, anything? No, I got to say. Hey, Jesus, go turn on that dial over there, will you, Yeah, anyhow. Hey, Karen. Hey, Charlie. So, as promised... As everybody's asked for. Monday number one. Yep. And I figure, here, let me see here. Yeah, no. Um, I figure what we do is just all the stuff we couldn't get to or anything that happened over the weekend, you know, endeavor to work hard and, you know, bring stuff. So guess what I did? What did you do? Saturday. I went to Kid Rock. Did you? Against my better judgment. Why did you say that? (laughs) Because I uh, try not to go out anymore. Okay, I just understand things that. Things are too heavy, you know what I mean? And like, it's way out there in Pine Knob, and I'm definitely not driving. But So what was the factor that made you go? Uh, we Ubered, okay. and, then, and then a friend dropped us off, and we Ubered back, so it was all cool. But, you know, I just, you know, just being in the... How did you enjoy it? Well, that wasn't your first one. I'll tell you what. I just, just fuck it. Just move out of there. If Jesus can't fix it, then it yeah, can't be Jesus fixed. Can't fix Jesus can't fix shit. <laughs> Um, actually, you know what? It was a really cool crowd. It was mm-hmm. a good show. A lot of energy. Foreigner opened up. I don't listen really? to classic rock anymore, you know, so they're kind of like new songs again. Uh, a <laughs> lot of energy. It was, it was cool. And I'll tell you what. The crowd was absolutely tight. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Like, nice people. Yep. No fights. Uh you know, moving out of the way of each other. Mm-hmm. The beer got spilled. There's apologies, you know. So I I was like, Biden's making a big fucking mistake. Like just demonizing, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Trump supporters, you know, right. and, and uh, uh, Bobby Kid Rock, you know, had a couple of images. And just to call them all beasts and semi-fascists and they're the problem with the country. If If Trump supporters are a quarter of the electorate, to, just to do that? Yeah. Well, doesn't sound very unifying. Well, but that's what we do is that we look for things that divide us and politics becomes the most convenient. And and people do that. I mean, they forget that they're people, too. I'm sure there were Democrats in the audience. I mean, it it well, I, it that? just it because it be, because it becomes a distraction, Charlie. Um, you know, you throw something out, it catches it, it sparks emotion in in folks and and they become distracted from what the real issues are and at the end of the day as a result nothing happens but that's a that's that's a divide and conquer yeah that's a divide because we you aren't know, conquering anything we, we just divide you know you get the red backdrop the marines this thing looks like really like orwellian and and you you right mark he promised he was going to be the uniter. Exactly. And this is just a, but, a, a campaign scheme that's really bad for the country. And I don't think anybody bought into that. It's, it's just an us versus them. I think that's just mm-hmm. where we are in society now. Whatever group you identify with, you have an enemy. But you had to also and think, too, Charlie, music is a unifier. That's also something people tend to forget. If you go to a concert, any concert, and I've been to one of I've been to his concerts. I mean, people are just there to enjoy the music. They aren't 
thinking about, you know, the struggles of the day. They aren't thinking about inflation. They aren't thinking about politics. They just want to enjoy the music. And that's the one common denominator. But again, that's true. But you just see it online, you know, just Twitter, you know, Kid Rock and all, you know, they're goons. And, you know, that's that's the, <laughs> yeah. the left. And then yeah. and then the right's like, fuck you and his, you know, his new song, <laughs> Tell Me What To Do. I rotate in the world. I rotate in Detroit. I rotate out here at the Pine Knob Kid. And I'm not seeing the problems with each other that the, the political parties are trying to create. You know what I mean? It's just for power. The track that the Democrats are taking seems to me it's like, it's like Patty Hearst. You know what I mean? Like the heiress, you know, the, the yeah. publishing magnate. Mm -hmm. And she gets kidnapped by the Symbionese Liberation Army and she joins them and she runs off and has her slum adventure. And, <laughs> you know, there's guns and bank robberies. And then when it's over, she goes back home. You go back home <laughs> to be rich, you know, after denouncing it. And these parties are playing with fire. Like you, uh, it's well documented. I, I think. For a long time, the Republicans are boobs. They've been dangerous monetarily, what they did with troops, the foreign policy, and I see nothing better no, on this side. You don't. In politics, to me, Charlie, at least at some point, once upon a time, there was some progress, albeit minimal. Now it's just almost like a high school battle, you know, between the nerds and the cool kids. It's just always every day there's something that they did and something that they don't have. And that becomes the focus. And nobody's talking about what has to happen to make lives of the American people better or different. Or how do we start to at least function in one accord, even if we disagree? It's not happening. Everything is a distraction. Everything is a distraction. Well, I'd like to know who's running this party, too. You're talking about, you know, they go, um, you know, do their have their little fun like Patty Hearst and then go back to their money. Who who are these people running it? Because I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes last night. Big deal. President Biden's on there. And I got to tell you, and I, I don't want to sound ageist. I don't want to pile on the guy for being uh, 150 years old. He's old. He is super old. And, and it just it, it instilled no confidence whatsoever in what's going on and who's going to control inflation. His inflation answers were in, downright insane. He's like, but it, it barely went up from month to month. It's like, that's not that's not what matters. People are out there buying groceries. They see what's mm -hmm. coming out of their paycheck. What is the plan here? Because you certainly don't instill much confidence. And there was one example. Um, Scott Pelley asked him, said, you know, what do you say to people that say you're too old? You don't have the energy. And his answer, and I feel bad, was just watch me. It's like, we have been. That's the problem. <laughs> and, 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 and the old thing is not his numeric age. The old thing is his demeanor, his responsiveness or his lack of responsiveness, his, his dull approach and outreach. Because I don't want to pigeonhole people just because they're of a certain numeric age that they're incapable. But he's tired. Like he is emotionally, intellectually, politically exhausted and it shows you know i'm talking to a couple uh ladies on the street you know black women it's important to say one older one of um childbearing age because we're talking abortion and everything mm -hmm. going on and um what the political parties are actually doing what these referendums are all about and the younger woman says to me she goes i have biden she goes at least 
Trump told us the truth. And I went, what? no, 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 no. It's well documented how many whoppers and lies the guy was saying. You mean at least he spoke his mind. Right. And I just I just feel the, the, the great majority of us are here in the middle just watching things slip away and, mm-hmm. and we're just being gaslit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you watch... 60 I mean, I wa- yeah, I watched the whole thing. I, I, and, and, and this whole thing about just watching him to see how he does. I mean, the White House had already had to kind of walk back what he said about protecting Taiwan from China from that interview. <laughs> and uh, and then there was a question whether or not he would run in 2024. Uh, and he's saying, crawl. Well, well, you know, if I if I not <laughs> crawl. He's not going to run anywhere. <laughs> he said, if I announce it now, then election laws kick in. But once again, it was one of those things where it was so ambiguous that it's like, where where are you going? What are you doing? Do you have any of this? We got any? You want me to cue it? Well, the, the, the video, I can't get the video to, to carry over, but I can find some of the audio if you want me to. No, I mean, it's, you know, don't kill It's not show. worth it. I honestly think I, I was probably took that half hour and compressed it into two minutes. Was he clear? I mean, did he could he carry a sentence? Because nor- normally... He could. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess he could, but it's just... Well, that's something. Uh, is that the silver I mean, lining I mean, you want to take away? But, but yeah, now I, you sound like people when they try to pick the lesser of two evils. Well, at least he could complete a sentence. Okay, but... We, well, we, I'm curious we need to expect, about that. We need to expect more from Well, again, leadership. I mean, let's just start with the basics. I mean, the the cartoon image of the man is like he's demented. He can't, I don't he can't talk without cards. I don't think he's... Could he? Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's demented. Okay. He, he, well. he could carry the conversation. I thought Pelly did a pretty good job in the interview portion, some of the other packages. Well, I, th- I think but, it's pretty obvious, like, it's... He's not running the country. This isn't his there you go. Um, forte. <laughs> his basket of goods that he's trying to sell. That you know, basically, it's his underlings that are running it. And instead of being a uniter and a centrist no. movement to the future, it's we're talking. But it's wind, which We're talking windmills and solar yep. power and all of mm-hmm. closing down all the power plants and and going all electric and handing out money and. But you, that's you know easier what I mean? to do, Charlie. That's easier to do. Again, like I said in the in the opening of the show, it's a distraction. And that, you know, people become, they become diverted and ultimately divided. And nothing happens as a result. I got I to gotta tell you a good one. Um, what was it like two shows ago? We had Paul the Power Guy. Yeah. You know, big power executive. He re- needed to remain anonymous so he could speak honestly about this of ele- electricity generation, the grid the in grid. Michigan, et cetera, mm-hmm. and around the country. It, it was so ballsy of him to come on this program. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, let's Uber. <laughs> let's go have a drink. Oh, you drink for that. And, and we're hanging out. And a group of guys I know sitting there outside. And one of them, let's call him Eddie. Eddie, the auto guy. I go, hey, Eddie, Eddie, how's it going, man? What are you doing? You still doing that, that thing with the big tree? He goes, no, I got a, I got a promotion. I go, what are you doing? He says, um, I'm now the, the head honcho for you know one of the big mm-hmm. three for their electric vehicle manufacturing right. division. So he's now the EV guy. And I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> and so you're sitting there with Paul, the power guy. And Eddie, the auto guy, and they're talking about the electric future. And Eddie, the auto guy, is like the proselytizer on your porch. You know, Jesus is coming. Uh, you just got to get with it now. It's going to be within five. He was like, five years, man. Five years is there. And 
And Paul is like, no. Nope. <laughs> Shaking his head no. <laughs> no. Even, even if we had the capability to build all of this new electrical generating infrastructure, hanging the lines and all mm -hmm. that, we wouldn't get it done because those that are trained to do it, they're going to need a nice big raise. Yep. They're going to be working extra hours. You don't think they're going to bottle that whole system up the more they get pushed? And they're not being pushed. As, as we learned from Paul, there is no plan for and the there's obviously no connectivity between those two in, in terms of the conversation and alignment. We talked about that with Paul. Like, if people are in charge of this, why isn't there some plan, some projection, some conversation, some communication? I mean, if these are people that are in charge of it. And that was something that even he said, yeah, he said, you're right. So are they really in charge or are they just occupying seats? So imagine my disconnect. I'm just sitting here like this is a movie. Like mm -hmm. what an unbelievably fantastic life I'm living to be privy to that collision and two diametrically opposite visions of the future. One guy's telling you can't do it. One guy's like, we're all in, baby. And I'm like, we're so fucked. But one person is telling you... A, a reality that he's not able to share officially and the other person is reading talking points from his new, po from yeah, his new and, position. And, and, and you would think that these two would have been in a room and you would have thought that makes too much sitting sense. at a table they're listening to each other. Makes too much sense. And, and the consequence, Karen, <laughs> is this is going to affect our lives. This is mm -hmm. how we work, how we move around, right? It rained this morning and I was scared shit because I heard thunder. I'm like, fuck. But get the generator well, out look, again. Look at Puerto Rico. They're, oh, yeah. they're dark. I mean, again, again, and uh, exactly. So for those that don't know, uh, Puerto Rico is United States territory and Puerto <laughs> Ricans are American citizens and the whole fucking island is in the dark right now. Well, and Trump didn't know that. So we make sure everybody knows that. What? He What's didn't that? know. No, he didn't fucking know. I mean, <laughs> what, what do you want me to say about this guy? No, and I'm not even talking <laughs> about that. I tell you why I don't talk about the know. guy. He's not in any office or anything. But I'm saying he didn't know. The Democrats need the, to talk about He was about president him. of the United States at the time and he didn't know. So we're not insulting anyone by you sharing that information. We're just saying it's a commonly unknown fact. That's what I was saying. It's interesting. You said they need to talk about him. You think you think they need to talk about about Trump, the Democrats? Well, you just said it, Mark. I, well, you're I, a registered Republican who now is a liberal. Yeah. Right. Like well, so, you're you know you moved in life. I don't like boxes. A liberal Republican. Usually, it's the other way, right? You're a li you're like Patty <laughs> Hearst. I'll tell you what it is. I don't like culture wars. That's really what it boils down. I think to. you like se sensible governance and yeah. being talked to as an adult. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Good, and you're watching luck. Biden going, "Wow, they really got." Nothing to sell with this guy. I, I wasn't really surprised by it, um, but but I but it goes back to the point you said. Okay, that's fine. Attack him all you want. If you want to attack Trump, don't attack the constituents that you're the president of. I like, that just seems true. so obvious. I gotta say it again. It was like, it was really nice. Like you know, I got it's just personally. That's all I can gauge in it. Mm -hmm. I was treated really well. You know what I mean? It was like a nice, cool, respectful. Was it a mixed crowd? crowd? Uh, yeah, there were chicks there. No, <laughs> that's not what I meant, Charlie. <laughs> of course, you were treated well. It's it's a concert, right? I, Char, you know well, what, Charlie? This is the thing. Well, every you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Every, okay. Everybody knows, man. I'm I'm no maga dude at all, and I don't believe there's a scintilla of evidence that the election was stolen. And I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna say it, but people could respect my opinion because I try to tell the truth. 
That's fair enough. No, and there was a there was a couple of black people. I, That's I, what I was asking. You know? <laughs> but it's the same feeling, you know, when when I hang in the city. Yeah, I, I was only asking Charlie because you know, I, I mean, I've been and it is. It's been it's where? A, to, to Kid Rock's concert. I mean, because he lived in your house for a while <laughs> yeah, when he was young. I understand go. all yeah. that, but I mean, the, the listener does. But it don't. was a very. But it was, it was, it was a very interesting engagement because the kind of you know. People don't know that he wanted to be a rapper. That was his initial goal. And if you listen to his music and you listen to the concerts, it runs it, it includes so many different genres. And so you've got people that are probably if they drive down the street and say, oh, I don't want to hear all that rap crap. But that's what he's singing. And people that say, I don't want to hear all that rock. And that's what he's. So, again, music is an equalizer. It's a you know, it's it's a it's a it's a unifier. And people don't even realize it. So, well, like I said, I had apprehension going, but I'm so glad I did. Yeah, good it, for you, it, Charlie. It, it, was, it was a nice evening. You good. know what I mean? Glad you enjoyed it. And then going back to the electric future, you know, just nice segue there, which was none at all. <laughs> <laughs> While we were talking to Paul the Power Guy, right, a um, couple of things happened that Friday, two Fridays ago. One is Governor Whitmer reverse course and puts out a statement saying she supports the continuation of the Palisades nuclear power plant on the west side of the state in order to deliver clean and efficient (laughs) non-polluting energy (laughs) in Michigan. Mm -hmm. I never understood why was it shut down to begin with? Well, investment you know okay. nuclear power it's it's hard to make money it's the yeah. most expensive form of electrical generation that but, we that we have yeah so you know where where's the money for it and then biden put some in that inflation oh, surprise. yeah boy okay. it's really easy to be governor when you so get a lot of federal isn't that money something? We're, we're going green but there's a little caveat mm-hmm. in there we gotta we gotta continue with nukes because it's 20 percent of the power generating this country they're not thinking and then that same day, watch this here. Now I'm going to mm. pull this up. The Michigan Public Service Commission, the utility mm-hmm. board, they yeah. monitor the the um, electric companies. Allegedly, they, they set rates. <laughs> let, let me find what they wrote. I, I question eighty-three page report, mm. right? And in this report, it says, "quote A core focus of distribution planning is on reliability." Here, hold on a second here. There we go. And current approaches to distribution planning, the commission finds are insufficient to address issues impacting the reliability of utility service to customers, whether current issues or those forecasted for the future. Put it bluntly, put bluntly, Michigan's distribution reliability is inadequate and current (laughs) plans for improvements are insufficient and it goes on in its 83-page report to just dog it. The word insufficient appears 10 times. <laughs> the word reliability appears 128 times. And safe appears 27 times. We're not ready. No, we're not. Eddie the auto guy is wrong. Paul the power guy is correct. And that's your own utility board saying... So why, Charlie, what is with the, is it, I mean, because you see, you know, the auto show, everybody's like, we got to push the whole EV. Like, how, how is this 
happening? How is this not happening? I mean, we don't have the infrastructure. So why is the conversation and the push so forceful for something that's not realistic? It seems to me, I don't know about you, Mark, but it seems to me these two parties, again, and they're a real problem to us, regular people living regular lives, abortion, mm-hmm. global warming, electric future. You have to pick a sellable story. There's no nuance, right? Mm-hmm. Climate crisis on the left, right? That's just uh, a geological uh, movement. Like there's been, I say, you know, the, the, the denial that, that temperatures have gone up. No, no matter what, temperatures have gone up, true. right? The way we live needs to change. More people are on the planet. We're polluting more than ever, right? The rivers stink. There's plastic in, in the garbage island in the Pacific Ocean. Mm. We do have to change. If you want to cure cancer and double the population, we're going to have to create less waste and use less stuff. But do they really want to do that, though, Charlie? Yeah, I, I, I think they I, just pick a story on each side, yeah, and it's not I even I true. Think so. I, well, I do, though. I mean, the, gov- I the government's the government, but you see, um, you know, Ford and Tesla and GM. You see these companies making this push. They're doing that because they know the consumers want that. Now, why do they want it? Well, is it do because they want the consumers to want it? Well, Wait a minute! No, they don't. You don't. You don't think they have number crunchers that are sitting there? The, going, no, the, the consumers don't want it. That's because yeah. that's why the Biden administration has to bribe you with seventy five hundred bucks, and the state of Michigan's got to bribe you expe- with twenty five hundred. Sure, they're too expensive. I'm so not talking I don't, about now. So that's that's how we make decisions. I think they're pushing the narrative. I do think that they're trying to convince you that you want it or that you're going to need it or that you're not going to have a choice. Well, I mean, but why, why would Ford split into two companies? Because they see well, one. Well, they haven't yet, and they're denying they well, are, but I don't but believe we know. that. We know. But too, going, too many signals. Why would they make a big you know, investment in that? They, they've got people that are sitting there trying to figure out these young people coming up who most probably won't even drive are going to want a car, right? What kind of car are they going to want? Now, you can debate as to why they would want an electric car. And the problem is, is the infrastructure's there, as you pointed out. And so that, you're not going to want an electric on, car. That's where it falls You live in Puerto Rico. You're not moving anywhere. Yeah, Puerto Rico, there are no food. There are no water. <laughs> yeah. There are no trains. There's no anything. And, you're, and your chance to survive. I just mean private industry is going to make these decisions based on what is best for the bottom line. They're not making it, I don't think, to make people feel well. Or, or are they forcing it, Mark? That's the thing. I mean, you think about so many things that is the, the, the decision is made for us and we're forced to deal with it, whether it's in our best interest or not. And so then you kind of reconfigure it where you don't they don't have a choice but to make money from it because now you re- remove the other option. I mean, I think that that's where it's going. Um, but I don't necessarily think that where we are right now well i think they're definitely forcing the issue a lot harder and faster than what is going to be viable i mean you see that through the fact well you just mentioned charlie the subsidies for the buyer subsidies for Mm -hmm. the manufacturer too but Mm -hmm. there's got to be a reason that they are on board with it but you gotta you gotta guess you gotta guess what's really going on in their minds and in the boardroom right i mean if you you're trying to get rid of the internal combustion engine, you say, and you can see the movement towards EV, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we now know like the Chinese basically have the electric vehicle market cornered in yep. their country, yeah. and that's where more vehicles are sold. Mm-hmm. It's China now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's out. So is Ford gonna get skinnier? Are they, are they only, are they gonna be more of a boutique? Like auto companies, like if you look at Chrysler, I mean, what do you got? The Ram yeah, yeah. and the Jeeps. Jeep. That's mm-hmm. it, right? Uh, what, 
Who's making sedans? Is Ford even making sedans anymore? Not, not yeah. anymore. Well, well. They, don't forget, Chrysler still has a Charger, but they've... They're getting they, rid of that. Well, no, they they are... What do they call it? They're just putting it on hold. They're not getting rid of it. They are, what do they call it? Sundown and something? I don't know, but they're they're just putting it on hold. They're, they're doing the McPizza. We'll yeah, be back. We'll yeah. be back. McRib, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, bring it back. So, and then Ford has the Mustang, but... I don't know. The, the EV, the EV Mustang? Yeah. You mean the, the, yeah. one, the one built in Mexico? I think so. That one? Did you guys, um, you see Duggan at the Detroit Auto Show? Hmm. Man, what a show. That Here, for people been. watching, there he is. Uh, there he is driving in a Jeep. Okay, right? so there's Duggan exploring an exciting new Chevy Equinox EV. There he is getting out of a Lightning. Made in uh, the Ramos plant in Mexico. I mm. mean, Mm-mm. what's to be excited out. about? Nothing. <laughs> there he is sitting in a shiny car. Like look, look in the background. Where, man, where is everybody? Look at the chairs in the background there. Like, man, when this thing was packed, yeah, wall to wall stuff. Yeah, it's different, Charlie. It is very, very different. And and I've I've read and heard a lot of people talk about. I mean, so it's not just you know a, a singular perception. People see that it's it's not the same. I mean, it's just it's really it's not what? the same. It's a, it's a shell well, of itself. It's a shell of itself. Um, I heard the words basic, um, you know, a stretch, rundown, average. Cheap. Yeah. Well, I I, that's that. what I yeah. hear, you know, and that's that's yeah. business owners I know. It's car people I know. That's uh, the media I yeah, know. But we're not the we're not the we're not the center of the we're, we're not the we're not the Motor City Man. anymore. We're not the auto cat. I mean, we're not, and so we're still trying to hang our hats on something that no longer exists for us. Some of the proof in that it too is I used to love going because see the cars is, I would never be able to afford the mm-hmm. Lambos, uh, Ferrari, Porsche. I believe all of them are out. None of them have sent anybody. Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't even know what's there anymore. Well, you got you to gotta know that, you know, first of all, it was expensive and not very hip anyway. Yeah. But COVID changed a lot of things. Yeah, do True. I mean, auto companies know this. I can, I can do like, mm, let's say Fiat, right? Mm-hmm. I can just gather up the tastemakers, the the YouTubers yep. and the media, <laughs> and I can fly him to Turin, Italy. Really nice, yeah. really beautiful. I have them all captured in a room. All eyes are on my product. I wine them, I dine them, I get my press, and it's way and cheaper. And that's what brands are doing. They even, I think even Infinity did something similar. So brands are being very targeted um, you know, with their consumers. It's not the same. And then you've got to look at the secondary market. You've got so many platforms where people are purchasing and selling used vehicles. That's a huge market now. So, yeah, things are different. It just sucks because that was such a great event for the city. It was the it, event. And it still could be if they, I don't know, just moving the date just, I don't know, seems kind of half-assed. Yeah. And, Charlie, you were talking about why not surround yeah, it with some I, of the I, other I, events, I don't even want to go there for a minute uh, because I'm going to lose track of this. All right. Because you don't, you're not privy to the master plan. They don't tell us that shit. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people in the press digging. Here, watch what was announced during auto show last week. What was announced? The federal government is coming with a boatload of money, over $100 million, mm-hmm. to take 375, which is anybody mm-hmm. around here knows I-75. When you get downtown, it's a little J-pipe. Mm-hmm. It's called 375. They're going to turn that into a boulevard. They're going to fill that in. First of all, they dug it out, yeah, right? Which was the heart of the black community at a time when it was 
illegal for black people to live almost anywhere in the city but that area. Mm. Ran it right through. Yep. Everybody had to live on each other in boiler rooms and stuff. And in fact, in the mid-50s, in that black, bo black bottom black area, bottom. Mm -hmm. there were over 200 rat bites reported in the black bottom to this Detroit Health Department. That's how crowded and nasty is. That's what the freeway did. So that's what Buttigieg means mm -hmm. when he says freeways are racist. You know, and Tucker Carlson likes to have a lot of fun with that. But that is a fact of yeah. how that thing got to be there. But, but what does turning that into a boulevard do, Charlie? Well, uh, what, what it does is it tells you what, why did the boulevard go in there? Because a lot of jobs, right? Look, that, that funnel's right in the Renaissance Center. Mm -hmm. And the Renaissance Center is the headquarters for GM. And the Renaissance Center is empty. Yeah, I was about to say. And then no plan to come back. So yeah. there's no real commuter traffic going. So you now got to put all this shit together and go, what's going on? Who, who owns each side of 375? You know, I could guess. I know Gilbert's got a it's big piece side, of yeah. it. You, you, you see the play here? Yeah. They're not being honest with us. They never have been. It's our Charlie. fucking future. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, when, when, when Gilbert said that he did not want people coming into downtown and at the exit seeing the jail, the county jail, that was the start of the move of the new jail. They were getting it out because when people were coming off of 75, he said he didn't want that to be the first hmm. thing they saw. So, so I got an idea. Why don't we put it in Midtown when you're getting off at 94? <laughs> that's where it is. <laughs> joke. And they put it next to the, like, the garbage incinerator. I know. It is. And it's then somehow the garbage incinerator, which powers Detroit, believe it or not, Detroit downtown was powered by garbage. What a metaphor that hmm. is. Also, they got, they got paid to close it. Who paid that? Want to guess? Never really got reported who paid that. Do they even have to pay anything? Oh man, see that's that's the that's what drives me nuts. Yep. That's the game within the game, and you're manipulating us, and this shit's going. I I, I told Bush, George W. Bush, don't go into Iraq, dude. What do you talk about? Access to evil, and you know that's from when I start becoming a informed man, not a kid. I started paying really attention to what they're doing, and. That's that's my 20 years, you know, like mm -hmm. 2002 or three to now. That's a that's that's a generation. And I just I just watched and each president be spending trillions of dollars in deficit money. And you wonder why we have inflation. So where are we headed, Charlie? I mean, not just as a not city, a but place. as a country. That new boulevard. Like <laughs> that's where we're heading. The Fed's going to raise interest rates again. Yes, they right? are. Yeah. But, you know, this is what I was doing. Um Sunday, I wasn't watching 60 Minutes. I was actually in bed reading um, re reports mm -hmm. from Larry Summers, the, the, the Federal Reserve. These interest rates at the level they're raising them aren't even keeping track with inflation. It's, it's not even neutral. You, you'd have to raise them one, 1 1.25, one and a half to get well, a lit. It's like uh, you got a raise of 6%, but inflation is 8%. You're mm -hmm. actually losing mm -hmm. 2%. That's what they're, this isn't going to level so out. So what's the game? I mean, is it just to try to ease you into it? They the don't game, want to. I the mean, game is, is the midterm elections. Yeah. That's the game. Got but it. that's not the solution. That's not what we're trying to get to. And going back to it again, right? 
just vilifying swaths of the American public, yeah. pretty soon we're going to figure it out. You think? Yeah, that you know we have more in common, and that's what I think this program's all about. I'll give you another one. I'm back on the fucking air with that abortion <laughs> shit. That Tudor Dixon shit that they stole from me, remember? The oh, Democratic yeah. Governors Association spending $10 million to hit Tudor Dixon on nothing but your, your abortion stance is extreme. And in my opinion, it is. They took your picture off, though, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, look. They have your name. I got a buddy, man. He, he we, we don't have the video because we haven't been able to find it. But my buddy took it off of... He was watching Rocky 3 on demand and he saw it. That's the target demo, people that watch Rocky Hey, III. I was watching Atlanta and saw it. So. Uh, well, I, I was watching Atlanta and I didn't see it. It oh, okay. pissed me off that well, I couldn't my, find my it. My friend was watching Rocky 3 and I'm wondering, why the fuck are you watching <laughs> exactly. Rocky 3 on demand? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, because Mr. T was in it and I forgot. <laughs> yeah, Clubber Lang. And then now it was Mr. T in it, I'm in it again. <laughs> Except they they, still. they put a like a opaque screen over me mm -hmm. and then just use my words and my voice but not my image <laughs> i thought i told you fuckers to see synthesis and they figured it out i don't got no money to fight a billion dollar dark money super pack hmm. you know put that put that what's that get get that out of there i want to see that picture again here's my name charlie laduff thanks for the respect but <laughs> but she, Whitmer, doesn't have to face questions mm -hmm. about her extreme. It is extreme to say under no circumstances, except maybe the life of the mother. And it's also really extreme to say nine months, your kid doesn't have to be, you don't have to know if your, your child's having one. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. a doctor that uh, children that are going to get gender nullified with, you know, hormones and whatnot. You don't have to know about that. I, I'm sorry. I just kind of like what we got now. You know what I mean? Viability, yeah. you know, protect the life of the mother. Um, don't suck its head off at nine months. I distraction, Charlie. No, it's not distraction. It's not distraction. Because this is going to be either one extreme well, yeah. or the other is going to be the rule of law. Yep. Republicans don't, don't in, in a mass majority, don't um, support no circumstances. But it all falls in the hands of the state. That's the other thing. So now we're we're going to be seeing popcorn kind of stuff. One thing in Michigan, another thing in California, another thing in Florida. So we're going to see inconsistencies because it's all up to the states at this point. Which makes no sense. Either. It doesn't. What you know? The other thing that pissed me off about that ad, and that was a screen I had up there, because I was looking all over for this ad yesterday and could not find it, but I found... Um, the press release for the people that put it out, which is the DGA, the Democratic Governors Association. Yeah, you don't they, need that. You don't need, okay, go no, ahead. No, I'm just saying that they, they have this whole big press release about their new ads that they're dropping. And it's like, you can see it here. You can see it here. You can see it here. And I can never find it. So I don't know why. What you're, what you're saying what is, I'm saying is they, they announced uh, three new commercials on the website. There's a fourth new commercial, and it's me again. And it's playing in fucking Toledo. <laughs> Yeah. And it's playing in Escanaba, and it's playing on fucking Mr. T. <laughs> and I didn't get nothing. And the reason they just can't stop using it is because it was a great was. interview. Was. You use regular people language. <laughs> you hear this. These are the other three commercials. Uh, Madam Dixon, uh, you, you. Don't believe in abortion. No exceptions. No exceptions. Doesn't resonate. No exceptions. No exceptions. Mine is... Mm -hmm. So, uh, Uncle rapes his 14-year-old niece that you got to carry the baby and face him at the family reunion? 
Now all of us regular people are hearing it for the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can't let it go. So, because the other people don't know how to interview anybody, <laughs> right? You yeah. got the same answer. It was just nobody lists to it because it's boring, round table, you, you, uh, you know, meet you, the press. You humanized <laughs> an inhumane response. I mean... You did. I mean, to the point where even her team was thrown off saying Charlie made us seem callous. Remember, because you went back and you played both the edited and the unedited version and there was literally no difference. So I I don't even think and and I'm almost thinking that maybe she may think differently, but she started on this track and she can't get off. She can't backtrack. Oh, no. Like they ain't got to spend money. Yeah. Mm. They just going to redo it. They just nailing her. And it's all dark money coming out of. You know, Washington, which is coming out of California, which is, hey, what about us? And then I'm looking at, at the, you know, this is the big market. So if they've spent $10 million so far, right, wow. that means all three local stations here in Detroit probably minimum made $1.5 million each in the last month and a half. And Easily. we got nothing? Easily. You should have at least gotten a commission, Charlie. Well, that's because we don't accept political advertising yet. We mm-hmm. still don't feel right about it. We haven't really talked, so we decided no. It's been offered. No. No. Well, that's fair enough. Because, so I, I, I make right now. What gross political shit? How about this? All you dark money people. I'll give you the rights to it. See, you can stop playing with my image and I know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because you are a little bit afraid I'm going to sue you and make a whole shit out of it. But don't worry. You own the judges. So this won't even <laughs> this won't even get to court before the election. Yeah. I should do it anyway for people that have integrity. Here's what you can do, though. You can have it, dark money, Democrat, Governors Association, Whitmer people, all that, for $500,000. Give us and you can have it. And you know what I'm going to do with the $500,000? We're going to donate it Mm -hmm. to victims of rape and incest and abuse. We'll give it to them. Yep. As we see fit, who, who we believe in. Do that. You got my word. We will donate that. You're not. No. Look at the colossal amount of money wasted on these things mm-hmm. when there's so many people in need. Mm-hmm. That's true. But they're not going to do it. That's government, Charlie. <laughs> they waste money just like and building, no problems Just are like solved. building that boulevard. Exactly. <laughs> Couldn't that like, money what be is spent? What is, Does that fix racism? Understand. It doesn't, that it doesn't fix anything, and it oh. doesn't restore ownership, occupancy, opportunity, or anything. And in a predominantly black city, that continues to be a conversation. And it's why that boulevard is not going to solve anything at all. Nothing. How do we get back to the boulevard? Sorry. I don't Wasting know. Money. That, was, that was Spending Mark. Wasting money. Yeah, that was Mark. Sorry. How the fuck do we get back to the boulevard? <laughs> that was Mark. I'm trying to raise a half a million dollars for. <laughs> because you were talking about the money they God, waste. How self-absorbed is everybody? <laughs> Incredibly. Oh, my you Lord. You can pass it out on the boulevard. i tell you how self-absorbed everybody. You want to know the fix. All right. Here's here's the other thing I spent a lot of time hunting down here. Um, was it last week or the end of the week before? Anyway, the Chief Justice mm-hmm. of the Michigan Supreme Court, Bridget McCormick, <laughs> has announced she's retiring. And that, you know, the kids are gone. And they bought a pickup. And they have an RV. And it's, you know, it's time. It's time. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, she served eight years, and that term was up at the end of 2020, and you ran for re-election, mm-hmm. promising the people, basically, you were going to serve another eight years, and then you resign it Two years. sometimes ago. after this election, but before January 1st, right, mm-hmm. where the governor can make an appointment instead of us voting on a mm-hmm. choice. So what you did was you jimmied the system. You knew you were going to leave. You played politics. Since it was COVID, nobody could gather signatures. Nobody could campaign. And when you're on the ballot and you are an incumbent on the Supreme Court, it says Supreme Court justice. So people naturally go. Mm -hmm. So this was negotiated. This is bullshit because you violated the public trust. You basically lied to them. It's not illegal. It's done all the time, but it's just gross. It's shitty. Political maneuvering. Now, you're not going to go drive around your RV with your pickup truck <laughs> because after this is announced, I'm going to leave like January 1st. She comes out. She's forced to because we're all calling up. She's now, uh, I'm going to give you exactly what she's doing. She already has a new hookup? Because, yeah, because I I knew I wouldn't remember it. It's okay. She will join the American Arbitration Association International Center Center for Dispute Resolution as its new president and CEO in February. You're taking one month off to a hell of a road trip. (laughs) Which begs the question, you're the sitting chief justice of the Michigan Supreme Court and you're fielding offers for employment? But that speaks to integrity or lack thereof. And when you're talking about... Complete lack of integrity. And so I'm saying... Can't give up a check. When you're talking about being in a position when you're supposed to make an objective assessment and decision, that, to me, eliminates 98% of your objectivity. And I always thought, look, you know, you have the executive branch and the legislative Mm -hmm. branch and... People have disputes, and when it just comes to a loggerhead, we go to the judges, mm. and it's almost like the judges have king-like power. Unfortunately, they, they do, right? Because like it's just reached this. Somebody's got to make the call, and especially when you're on the Supreme Court, you have to be like the most pristine human being there is. You have to be beyond reproach. You have to give up the money. And you know what I mean? And the stocks. Like you are you are the alpha person. You know, you, you have a moral compass. Supposedly. You're not supposed to be fielding job offers. But you know, Charlie, that 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 speaks volumes about and, and I'm not gonna throw everybody into that group, but people are human. I mean, they are. And you know, when you place someone on a pedestal where they're supposed to be beyond reproach. The reality is that technically they probably aren't. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, I remember there was a judge Go here. Go ahead, tell them. Tell, the, tell, tell the judge that Karen said that. There was a judge. No, I mean, seriously, there was a judge here once that was a judge and a pastor. And I actually, I was writing a column for the Michigan, I was writing columns at the Michigan Crown at the time. And I said, how does that work? Like, which book are you judging from? And how can you... 
who said that somebody can pass judgment on somebody else? Like, because you're supposed to follow the, the law. But, you know, the Bible and the law are two books that can be argued depending on your perspective. There is no objectivity. But the law is based off the Bible. It's, uh, I mean, we can get into that. But the, yeah, but the, just, the point is, I think what you're saying is you can't have two jobs. No. <laughs> if you can't. need two jobs, don't take the job. That's true. And the, and the freaking story right there, right? So, okay, so Whitmer gets a pick and we don't get a vote. Yep. That's politics. So who's on the short list? Well, <laughs> the Democrats have put forward, right, this election. She probably won't win. I mean, she's running against uh, Sahara and Bernstein, two incumbents, mm -hmm. one Republican, one Democrat. So they picked Kyra Harris-Bolden. Okay, she's 34, Supreme Court now. I'm sure Ms. Bolden's a very nice woman. Very smart, I, you know what I mean? Well-meaning, sharp, 34, what's your experience? You were a lawyer for two years and a state rep for three years. That's what we got. That's, that's all we could find. That's all the Democrats could find. Wow. That, that's interesting. Right, if she doesn't win... That's the short list. Want to know who else? Yeah, I'd love to. I would, when this whole gig was put together, I'm told. I'm told from some insiders. Tracy Cornack <laughs> was being considered. Tracy Cornack, if you don't that, remember, that is the treasurer of the state Democratic Party, a lawyer, a very prominent Democrat, and a lawyer, right? Until we found out that she attempted to bill an insurance company mm -hmm. of one of her clients who's a brain-damaged old lady in a nursing home, and the former director of that nursing home claims it may have been fraudulent. Mm -hmm. Integrity. Right? Integrity. So why isn't we haven't heard from the Democrats on this? I've called you. You said you're going to give me a statement. Right? The director of the state party is defending... Ms. Bolden, as very experienced, she doesn't mind putting that statement out. What's up with Tracy Cornack? Great question. When are we going to hear about something? You won't. Oh, we won't. You won't, Charlie. No, man. But it, 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 it comes down to jobs, and it comes down to favors. It comes down to politics. Who's supporting whom? And, I mean, at the end of the day, the people that are supposed to be served are not. And we get a justice who, who can't even find a washroom. In the Supreme Court. I mean, you at least had to have been in the Supreme Court a couple of times to know where the toilet is. Even I know where the toilet is. But that also speaks, Charlie. We don't really, we, we've not had, I mean, especially the, the Democrats. I don't know too much about the Republicans. I mean, well, in I'll terms tell you about of them in a minute. In terms of a, a succession, you know, I mean, even look here. I mean, in terms of the city, we, people are throwing darts, you know, in terms of candidates and hoping that they stick. There's no strategy. There's no commitment there's no connectivity there's nothing it's just everything's random and haphazard these bozos in the city think there's 7500 construction jobs for this fake no. skyscraper for <laughs> gilbert no, it's not. very good report right in the in the detroit free press uh, remind me i want to see if he'll come on the reporter he dug up the paperwork because there's mm -hmm. a lot of public money involved 7500 jobs so far 1300 construction workers have put their boots in that site okay part-time when you put them all together like how many full-time people have actually worked on that thing huh. 93 
93 is not 7,500. It's a little short. And nope. you're going to appear on this program and say, oh, well, we got studies. Your studies are bullshit. It's a little short. We've no been telling you for years. No wonder it's taking so long to build. <laughs> As if that was the reason. Oh, my Lord. So this is what you get. Now, the Republicans. Michonne Maddox is the co-chairwoman of the Republican State Party. What a bunch of loons running this thing. Right? Yeah. It's her husband gets kicked. He's a state rep. He gets kicked out of the Republican caucus for trying to get other Republicans to run against incumbent Republicans so they'll vote for him to be Speaker of the House. You just don't do that when you belong to a party. I did that when I was running for captain of the cheer team in like <laughs> sixth grade. Yeah, I did. Yeah, she did. You bitch. I did. I, but I'm saying, I'm not. This is an elementary school. I mean, I went and I told everybody. Vote for me, and I'll vote for you. And then I voted for myself, and I won. Hey. But I wasn't in politics. I wasn't a judge. I'm not an elected official. I was in grade school. How old were you? Uh, let's see. I think I must have been, I don't know. I must have been in the sixth, maybe fifth or sixth grade. I was in grade school. All right. Well, this one, you know, and, and you know, they got a <laughs> bunch of, they should have got you because, you know, they got a uh, Matt DiPerno. Mm-hmm. You know, the stop the steal guy who's right. being investigated for possibly tampering with voting machines. And he even told the crowd that he had the voting machines and <laughs> they were in a secret location. And, you know, they'd never crazy. find them. Yeah. He sounds crazy. Right. The guy uh, was fired for, you know, patent expenses at his law firm. Mm-hmm. He's got cases in front of the Attorney <laughs> Grievance Commission. Right. You've got. Christine uh, Caramo, Caramo yeah. remember that? She tried, you know, she's oh, running yeah. for Secretary of State. Doesn't know anything about the voting process, but thinks yoga satanic. I thought that was your new BFF, Charlie. <laughs> oh, and then tries to do the hit on me on you know some <laughs> bullshit right-wing yeah. website. The fuck on, man. There were no 155,000 fake ballots coming to TCF. It's just some bullshit. Some bullshit. She didn't even say anything about it till she kind of got an idea of like, what people were talking about, because she didn't know what she's talking about. Nobody knew what they were talking about. Let's go with the issues today. Let's move on. Yeah. But right? Thank but this you. this is what we got. <laughs> and so the We're screwed. Michonne Maddox. Oh, nice uh, options. Here's what she yeah. tweeted. Michonne Maddox, co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party, tweets this about Pete Buttigieg. We're so blessed. This weak little girl. Moved to Michigan. Looks like he's bringing all his California dreaming here with him. Because uh, Buttigieg wrote, uh, the Biden Transportation Secretary says he's really interested in California's ban on new gas-powered vehicles. We got to make sure that this happens quickly enough to help us beat climate change. Which is another goofy sort of yeah, but leap. That, that was a very sky, yeah. ignorant statement for oh, her it's, to make. It's like, homo. You know, he's gay. Everybody knows I know, it. I know. But I'm saying, like, but that's the kind of stuff that people do... Like I said, that becomes a distraction. It becomes emotional. And then everybody forgets about the issue. So now it's about, you know, her being homophobic and being insensitive and being unprofessional. I don't know. And do you really think, okay, let me go back to the beginning here, that the vast majority of that crowd at the Kid Rock concert, for instance, that they're making their decision on he's a weak little girl or, you know, whether he's gay or not. Do you do you no, really so. think that I about people? I don't. No. I, I don't think. I don't think Mm-mm. people. I I I'd, I'd like to think that people gave things more thought than that. I really don't think that people are that superficial 
at this point in our lives. We've been through so much and I think people are lacking so much that there has to be more substance in the thought process. Yeah, this this fake asthmatic. You you don't know shit, man. You know what I mean? You don't you don't you don't roll with the people. You you miss So I um this isn't <laughs> this that? isn't news. <laughs> this is not news. This is me with my tinfoil hat <laughs> prognostication. Do we connect like electrodes right to there? That or could be my craziness. It fits, Charlie. Do not this is my space alien. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is from the prop room. Here's my thought. Mm. Remember I told you about McCormick? Mm-hmm. And she violates the public trust. She she runs for a re-election knowing full well she was gonna she was gonna resign the office, retire, as she says. Has anybody figured out what's going on with the United States Senate? Debbie Stabenow, right? Mm-hmm. The ranking, she is the ranking senator. I believe, yeah. In Michigan. She's up for re-election in 2024. If she were to win when she took office, she'd be almost 75 years old, meaning she would be 81, 82 when she would come up for re-election again. That's old. Word is, it's been bandied about that she's considering retiring. Which means if she retired (laughs) next year, that would leave Governor Whitmer with the power to appoint Mm -hmm. the interim senator. Who would be? Seeing as Pete Buttigieg (laughs) would be a rival of hers, it's expected Mm -hmm. that she will put in her hat to run for president of the United States. If she gave him the Senate spot, that would remove one rival, and he did change his address to Michigan, yeah. To Traverse City, which is not Michigan. Dude, you couldn't find Grashit and Shane but gave you $300 for an electric Uber. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, bro. Right? But that's, I think our senators should represent us and be from us. And that they should. that's the tinfoil hat thought. And maybe Maddox is playing that game. Hmm. But the homophobia is not the point. The point is... He's not from here. He's not of us. He doesn't know what we face, what we want, and who we are. You said something, Charlie. I don't want to overlook this. Are you saying that Whitmer may throw her hat in the ring for president? Without a doubt. I I don't think that's a surprise at all. Okay, I just want to make sure that that They're already taking odds on that. I just want to make sure that that wasn't lost in your monologue. With her COVID background and her dismanagement record, I, I don't think so. But there is, the, they all, everybody's, this is the uh, Vegas, without me even looking at Vegas. Newsom, head of the ticket, mm-hmm. Whitmer is the VP. Hmm. Of course, both of their states are cratering. California, for its first time mm-hmm. ever, is losing population, power blackouts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what we got. I don't mm. know what we got. So. I know, I know what we do have, though. What? Hey, man, we... So, folks, Thursday, 6 o'clock, did we get the phone line put in? We did, yeah. Does that work? I think so. I mean, we have a dial tone. It does? We have a phone? Do we have a phone number? We do. Tell it to me. Is it the 734 number? 734. Okay. So I know it. 7345 NB News. 
7345 and B News. Okay, that makes sense. So let's see if it works. Somebody call and be the first caller. This will be Who's interesting. Right. Ah, someone listen. Keep, There's people keep, watching yeah, live. Keep it up, Joe. It's 734 NBN News. All right. So yes. before okay. we go, right? Because we're gonna get we want these to be shorter. Okay. I want I want to call up to the microphone. Um, Jesus Hippie. Come take this here, Jesus Hippie. How'd you call him by his name? Because that's, not, that's not his name. I, I thought it was up until last week. What we got? We got a call? Oh, somebody's calling? Oh. Give me those back. Thank you. Hello? Hi. Who's this? This is Kelly. How are you? I'm good, Kelly. What's your question? What's your beef? <laughs> What's your beef? <laughs> well, honestly, I just wanted to say I love you guys. I watch you every time you come on and keep doing what you're doing. And I'm turning other people on to you guys. And I just love listening to you every week. That's awesome, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Now, listen, tell them to share, 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 because we are so getting fucking shadow banned for telling the truth. You know, for for being for you, Kelly, like somehow it's something creepy going on. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And I think that's horrible. I, <laughs> I, there's a guy that doesn't live here, but he genuinely loves Detroit. He's here like every month. You may have heard of him, the hungry black man. And he's really getting a taste of what the Detroit politics are like. And I sent him the link to your show because I told him, if you really want to know what's going on in the city, this is who you need to listen to. Well, thank you, Kelly. There you go. Look yeah, at that. I appreciate that. I, I told you that. The hungry black man. I'm going to yeah. have to look him up. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. You're very welcome. You guys. Thank you. Look you at too. That. that was pretty cool. She was our first caller. I know. Kelly should have gotten call. a prize or call something. The, yeah, yeah, Kelly, uh, <laughs> call back and I'm going to leave a cup of coffee for you here at the American Coney Island. Hey, we should treat her to lunch. She was our first caller. Well, I'm not doing all that. I'm not oh, getting, I already went to a concert. I mean, how many, how many times I got to touch the public, man? I'm, oh, I'm, I'm like royalty. Okay. What? No, I'm kidding. I know. Don't say that. So, uh, Kelly, come to the American Coney Island. Say it's you, and there'll be a cup of coffee. Of That's course. not going to work. Because there's going to be 8,000 Kellys That's getting a cup of coffee. Not, <laughs> Grace is like, hell no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Next time. All right, Jesus Hippie. Dude. So, how long you been working here? Uh, since the first week of May. So, May, June, July, that. August, almost five months now. Mm hmm. See, don't see, don't you think it's time that you figure out how to do your fucking job? Yeah. Well, how come this shit wasn't posted? The stuff from last week. The shit was posted. No, it wasn't. It's like you didn't post you didn't post Red's piece. You know, like in case anybody know, we're doing once we're doing a show with Red there, Life in the in the Hotel Normandy. Yeah. Like this is a Netflix show. You didn't post it. Yeah, you wanted Short up for the weekend, and then two posts during the week, plus this show. I told you to do them from before today. In fact, bro, I texted you Saturday at noon, reminding you of what, what they are. You didn't post anything till Sunday at 8 in the morning, on a, on a Sunday, on a football Sunday. So where were you? Why oh. didn't they get posted Friday and Saturday? We already said Sunday no-go. You're shadow banning us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Charlie, you can't talk to Jesus that way. That's, hey, this is my boy, but hey. I know. I hey, know. he getting paid. He, oh, hello, we got a call. <laughs> Go on. 
Yeah, go ahead. The caller saved you. Hello? Hello? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Oh, Which... uh, uh, first time first, first time caller, long time listener. How are you? <laughs> Dude, you <laughs> We've only had two callers. Yeah. For... <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. No, What's going what on, man? What always say. What should be? What can I help How you? How much? Hey, I got a question for you. So what is the future of politics going to look like in the next 10 years? Do we have like a sound of a toilet flushing? <laughs> that's what the answer would be. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. To be honest with you, like it's it's going to be incumbent upon you, is it gonna people. Get, is it going to get worse? Probably, is, but is it, any, it's like, it's working, dude. Future? It's working. It's not working. For if us. everybody wants to be picking a side and only listening to what they want to hear and believe what they, they they only spend, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars to to get the middle. The right wants to be the right. The left wants to be the left. And the sensible people, they're trying to just divide it in two. So it's going to have to be up to you. You know what I'm saying? That that's We're just trying to expose what they're doing. I'm being you. Exactly. But I mean, look, look, look at the number of people that are not voting and just, just going by their day-to-day business. You know, you, at times you don't blame them. But still, it's like, well, how do you make change when you don't get everybody to vote? All right. What's your name, dude? My name's Rob. All right, Rob. Listen, thanks for that. Call back often. I'll answer. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. There are other parties, right? Taxpayers party, yeah. libertarian party, socialist, what, green party. Like you can participate and vote something that's closer to what you believe in than that's true. the two sides because there's, in America, 340 million sides. Nobody's alike. So just don't buy into it. Right? Look for yourself. Did you see yep. did you see that Harry and, and uh <laughs> what's his wife? Megan. Megan Markle. Yeah. They had to sit in the second row. I did. Jay didn't get to sit <laughs> in the cares about that. The <laughs> whole cares. fucking world cares yeah. about no, that. No, I don't. I think Jesus is crying over here. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's too oh, handsome to cry. Tough. I got three older brothers. Bro. <laughs> bro, like you're talented, but I don't want to have to look. That that part of the job stinks, but it's a big part of the job. Like, they'll send our video to 4,000 people, like like Facebook, and 3,500 people will watch it. And it'll be an average view time of four minutes. This blows all their shit out. And yet, the most important stuff to us isn't up there. You know what I mean? That needs to be up there. I do. I get that. But I was here on Saturday working, and you don't want anything past two. When I'm out at three thirty, I'm hitting the beat down there trying to figure out more content. What, for what us. were you doing Saturday? That the, I was working. What were you doing? Working at the Coney, slinging hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> then covering the beat after that for another well, three hours. S- s- stay up and do it, or you know, get up early and do it and schedule it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this. You call me. Oh. Fucking <laughs> You want the job, right? Mm-hmm. Do what you say you do and remember to do it. You're fucking talented, right? We got to get this millennial shit, man. Shit, shit. Focus. I, I put my, you know, he's the guy that posts under my name, you know, I, mm-hmm. without falling in love with the posting shit because I think it's garbage way to live. But I've tried to offer something. I put it in your hands. So, again, it's, 
There's no link to it on uh, Twitter because you, you put the one minute up. Very good. And there should be a link to Red's thing. We're trying to get Red out there in Vegas and on Netflix because the guy's that good, right? We need that. It needs to be up Saturday after our Friday show because here's the show we're giving you Red's. You know, it's very dear to him. And I think it's, y'all think it was good? It was really yeah, good. You mean yeah, the thing with the Red? Yeah. yeah, that he wrote. Yeah. We, 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 we haven't promoted it. Yeah, it it's, was excellent. It's not on YouTube. We'll fix it YouTube shorts, right? You said short, but that's not how you do it. You can go to video or you go to short. It's two buttons. Mm-hmm. You go to short and post the one minute there and YouTube and post the five minute there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Was it on TikTok? No. Yeah, we don't use TikTok because we know what it is now. Correct. But it's got to be, if it's if it's funny, you go to TikTok. Red's fucking funny. We have, I need you to do it. Okay. And I need you to call me with those words. So, because here's the headline. Very good, by the way. Getting short, tight, sassy. What was the, uh, the, the Twitter headline? Detroit Red gets the boot. Detroit Red gets the boot. Good. One more phrase. See, that's what we talk. That's how Mm -hmm. I I like it. That's how the viewer likes it. Detroit Red gets the boot. Moves into Last Chance Hotel. You see what I mean? Give him the story and bang. All right? Mm -hmm. Now get out of here, kid. I love you. (laughs) Love you too. God, I feel better because I do love the dude. I know, Charlie, but if people that are watching and they're commenting, they're like, is Charlie Red doing this guy live? I mean, people have to understand Charlie is a perfectionist. And he would do anything for everybody on this team. He, and he, and, and he, he, he gets some airtime, baby. He, he really would. And, 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 and he wants everybody to be their best, whatever it is that we're doing. And so it sounds abrasive. Charlie's... Uh, abrasive. Uh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you are? You, you, just, <laughs> you just want everything to be right. And everything should be. We have a lot riding on it. But everybody has a lot of mutual love and respect. Um, Jesus is great. You know, we 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 would never, we would never go against Jesus in our right mind. We just want everything to be the best. I want him to succeed. I know. And you want the, you want the show to succeed. It's going, it's going well. And everybody has their, their role. And you know, we got to beat these fucks. We got to do what Mm -hmm. has to be done. You know, it's just people fake, fake bitching about us. You, Kelly, first caller, right? She knows. Yeah. And nothing fake about how hard do we work? I mean, super hard, right? I mean, you're writing foyers, headlines, and you're filming, and you're up on crack houses. I mean, we work really hard. (laughs) We don't drop the ball at the end. And I figured, because we've done this a few times now, if we involve the audience, you know, they're the family. They're the family. They got their eye on you now. Hey, listen, everybody. If you feel bad for the guy, you want to give him an uplift, and that was too harsh. What's what's your tw- uh, handle on Twitter? Uh, Jesus hippie. Jesus hippie. Wait, that's what you were on Twitter? Yeah, three Jesus three. hippie three one three. And how do you spell hippie? H i p p i e. Yeah, H i p p i e. Jesus okay. hippie three one three. Follow the guy. Follow the guy. Follow. And you know what's funny about his Jesus hippie photo? It's from back when he was at Michigan State. He's got like a crew cut, a cheap suit, and a big blue tie. And I'm like, and dude, look, that don't look like Jesus. Wait, and, and look how you've evolved. <laughs> Which might be a great picture for Jesus. That would be a great picture. I thought when you asked how long he'd been here, I thought you were about to give him a raise or a promotion, Charlie. How that motherfucker gets paid? <laughs> motherfucker gets paid on time. 
Hey, it's all good. I mean, it, it it's really all good. But I will tell you this. You, everybody has to do what they're supposed to do. Not a slacker, not a corner cutter, not a, you know, I'm going to do this later. Do it. You know, I, I just, and, and, and I and understand. By, and when is your next interview? I didn't remember one idea. Where's yours? My what? You're, now you yell at me, Charlie. We got a whole different uh, No, I, I'm just, on. I'm saying we've talked. <laughs> I you don't know, have. One idea a week from you would be great yeah, about know, who we Charlie. need to interview next. Okay, uh, I'll find we, somebody. Well, I gave we, you, we, I told you somebody, you we, said we, no. No, no, no. Uh, I'll find you it. somebody. Um, oh. Nobody wants to talk no, to me. No, no, we, we did talk about it, and and uh, I executed my half. I executed one half. Okay. All right. Okay. It's coming. Remember what we got you Thursday? You're going to give me a race, too? Remember what we got Thursday? <laughs> yes. A nice hold the onions again? It. Yeah, that was good. With Adolf Mongo on the left, you know, political bomb throw, and Pete Lacido, right. the Republican... That was good, though. Prosecutor of Macomb County, yeah. and uh, we're all having lunch. Good. So okay. we workshop that. Yes. I need you more because that brain is too big and you know too many things. All right, Charlie. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Well, hey, and if you feel bad for me, follow me on Twitter too. <laughs> yeah, what is your handle? What is your handle? Just Karen Dumas. Karen, Karen Dumbass. Now, and, and Charlie LaDouche. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a new segment called LaDouche and Dumbass. I can't believe people call us. Well, I, they've called me that since grade school, oh, but somebody's like, yeah, uh, you know, people are mean, but it's all good. Yeah, but you know, they might be mean, but nobody ever tried to stack the vote on the cheerleading squad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't stack it. I did it. I knew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody called you a little girl either. Wait, that would make sense though. They did. <laughs> they did. I'm being honest though. I've learned my lesson. I would never do anything like that, but I did. I did as a kid. You want? Right. A, you want another call before we go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, all right. You're on. What's your beef? Oh my gosh! Grinds my gears. We had uh, Biden and uh, Whitmer and all of them dug in for the auto show, but it's not made in America tax credits. For electric, it's made in North America. That's true. Tax credits. Well, and then the the point is, you know, and most most of those electrical stuff, right? Uh, the the elemental components, you know, the lithium and the copper and that kind of stuff, has got to come from North America, as I understand. Is that how you understand it? Well, I guess I just know that in Canada, they get health care whether they work or not. And I don't know what's going on in Mexico, but your tax credits, so, I don't know. Yeah, well, dude, I'll just say this. If you're going to mine the stuff in, in the United States, most of it's within 50 miles of an Indian reservation. And you're going to start poisoning the Navajo and, and the Hopi and the Ojibwe. Is that what you're saying? Is that what's up on the woke left? That's what you want to do? The first peoples? You know, I mean, come on, we got to get with it. What we need is hybrid. Isn't that right? That's what Paul the Power Guy said. The the bridge from now to the future is something attainable in the middle. It's probably, I can go 300 miles with my electric and then 300 miles with my gas. And if I need to keep going, I can get some more gas. Mm -hmm. That's how it should go. All right, dude. What was your name? Anthony. Anthony. All right, man. You an auto worker, Anthony? No, a postal. A poster. postal. A postal yep. or poster? An upholsterer? Yeah. No, no, mail. Yeah, mail. Oh, the mailman. Oh, mail. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you know what, bro? You're going to get a first to get an electric <laughs> truck. So when you get one, call back and let us know how it works. 
We'll never get any mail. <laughs> All right. We'll All right, Anthony. We'll peace out, way. brother. All, All right. right. Thanks. So, okay, we'll try We'll try to smooth this bit out, right? This works pretty. <laughs> I want this phone to work. But you know what, Charlie? Everybody that's calling doesn't have a beef, so I don't think we should even set the tone like what Everyone's your Everyone's got a beef. No, but that's not the whole purpose of the call. Sometimes <laughs> no, they want to Well, his beef was... What? This is bullshit. It's uh, made in North America, not in America. Kelly's beef was... Um, my buddy comes to town. He's realizing how shit it is. And who was the middle person? But that's not person? a beef. Bob. Yeah. What would Bob say again? I forgot. Yeah. Next time Bob calls, <laughs> say something memorable. That's why I'm saying, what's your beef? <laughs> All right, All right, Charlie. that's it. We got to go. I got to pay ya. a ticket. <laughs> yeah. See you Thursday at 6. Yes, Charlie. All See right. ya. All right. Jesus Hippie 313. Follow him on Twitter. <laughs>